When Senegal speaks, you listen. Been listening to the podcast. Thank you once again. Appreciate all the love. And uh, y'all already know what it is. So I ain't got to tell y'all nothing. But uh, we'll get straight into it. Continuing from the book that we've been reading. From Niggas to Gods, Volume 2. By Akil. <clears throat> Are you a black racist? Haven't you heard this question before? Sometimes black people ask me these silly questions. They say, are you a black racist? I say, no, but it is obvious that you are one yourself. They say, obvious that I am a what? I say, it is obvious that you are a black racist. They say, no, I am not. I don't hate white people. I love white people. I say, yes, yes, yes. I know you love white people, but you hate your own black self. You hate your own self and you hate your own people for no other reason than the fact that they were born black. And that's exactly why you hate yourself too. You hate your own blackness, just as any racist minded person would, except for the fact that you happen to be the kind of racist that is black, a black racist. You are a black racist. A racist against yourself. They say, well, I don't believe that. I hate myself. I am proud of who I am. I say, well, who are you? That is the question. Who are you? Who are you other than a proud slave to your master? That's who you are. Still just a voluntary slave to your master. Your hair is pressed straighter than his. Your store-bought eyes are bluer than the blue eyes he has worn his with. You are, yes, you are proud of who you are, but the question is still, who are you? Other than a cheap imitation of your slave master, the closer you get to him, the more proud you become. You really don't even know who you are. They say, you can't talk to me that way. I know who I am. I say, well, who are you? What's your name? They say, my name is Sally Mae Johnson. I say, poor sister, that's not your name. That's the name of a white man that owns your grandfather, Johnson. The slave masters branded the niggas that they own, just like they branded the cattle that they own. So they called your great-grandfather Mr. John's boy, or Mr. Johnson's son. And now your name is Johnson, or Johnson. It's the same way with Thompson, Robertson, Jameson, Williamson, etc., etc. I hate to say it, but the truth is that you really just don't know who you are. Not even your name. No self-identity. You just identify with the master that still owns you. And you are striving to identify with him more and more each day. No self-identity. Sister. It looks like the more we talk about truth, the more you come out looking like a 20th century slave. You really just don't know who you are, do you? That's a shame of the way these people have done us, isn't it? Poor sister, you don't even know your name. I guess we're just going to have to start calling you Sally Mae X. They say, well, I just don't 
know about all of that? I say yes. Well, I'm sorry to say, but many of us really don't know about too many things. That's one of the natural side effects from being a slave. Here, read this book from Niggas to God, part one. They say, is this book about hating somebody? I say no. This book is trying to get you to stop hating somebody. Stop hating yourself. Racism is an ugly thing, especially when you are a racist against yourself. Here, I hope you enjoy the reading. They say, okay, thanks, I think. One year later, I see Sally walking down the street looking dignified, dressed respectfully, Afrocentric, and she says, Asalaam Akalam, Brother Akil. I say, well, I'm very glad to say, Wa alikilam salam to you, Sister Sally May X. If I said it wrong, I apologize. She says, I really want to thank you for the book that you gave me last year. It really awakened me into the reality of my condition. I didn't realize how lost I was. I mean, really, I just didn't. Since then, I've been reading anything and everything that can give me a deeper knowledge of myself and my people. Brother, my life has totally changed and changed for the better. I have cut away all the abusive and indecent habits I used to have. I have principles, morals, and standards in my life now. You know, a respect for myself. I can see how to make a future for myself and family. I am no longer a slave, and it feels good to be free. It feels good to be free. Free to be me. I say, all praise is due to Allah. She says, yes, sir, all praise is due to Allah, and that's real, brother. That's real. Well, sir, I don't have much more to talk, time to talk. I am a goddess black woman on a mission today, and I have much more business to handle. There are too many brothers and sisters lost out here just like I was. I've got work to do. So again, thank you. And as-salam, my brother. I say, well, akalim salam, and Allah bless you, sister. No, sir, Allah bless us both, she says. I say, yes, ma'am. Thank you. Allah bless us both. And that's the end of that story. Um, basically, what I got from it is a lot of times you can get caught up into a certain image and you can subconsciously become part of it. We do things from the time that we are kids based upon our our environment and what we see and now with the future generations you're starting to notice what they see on the internet on social media that's what they look at is life and we keep saying oh that's not real life that's not real life but in a way it is and to them it's realer so you have to be able to pull yourself from it and you have to be able to read because when you read, it brightens up your imagination. So you're creating an image off of something somebody says, but you can create it in your head. Once you visualize something, it's there. You know what I'm saying? Um, quick example. Let's just say Captain America, if he happened to be Asian, from a, a book-wise reading it, you could visualize something 
And if you see him, and you see him as white on TV, you're automatically going to say, well, Captain America's white. Even if you read that he was Asian, because you visual, what you, what you visualize is, what you, is, is really what you see. And it becomes ingrained in your brain. So I completely understand what the author was saying and how just by somebody reading something new, it changed their life completely because it was able to open her mind to things that she had to visualize on her own it wasn't given to her like we see on tv and we see on social media so um i think that's a very very important point um i'm still grippling with it myself sometimes things i see sometimes things i hear it influences me and i get to a point where i'm like wait Wait a second, I gotta stop and I gotta bring it back, you know, and visualize things on my own. And when you do that, you're able to take not only your own perspective, but you could also take a perspective from somebody else. And it might just change your life. So, that's just a little food for thought. Um, the channel's gonna be on. I'm gonna drop a few videos today. I'm gonna try to drop at least two videos on the channel a week podcast i'm gonna try to drop three podcasts a day we're definitely gonna finish this book my podcast has now been on this a while i'm sorry y'all i've been life changes and everything but the focus is back the grind is back we're gonna get through this book we're gonna talk about some subjects we're gonna get crazy with it y'all just sit back relax and enjoy the entertainment and we out appreciate the love